Teaching Brood, and welcome to episode one of season four. Season four, hooray! Very exciting. Um, so what we're going to do, kick off this one, is we know that we have a lot of colleagues out there, a lot of listeners, who work in larger schools, and that means that you're going to be working with a team of people. And there are a couple different ways to work when you're a team. There's working in lockstep, and there's also working as individuals. Now, the term lockstep actually comes from the military, and it basically means that everyone's doing the same thing all the time, and that everyone is kind of following the same rules, procedures, units. Everything is considered to be... Now, that's on the extreme end of it. That's what, that's what lockstep looks like, is that everything is the same. Uh, individuality, on the other hand, looks the polar opposite, where you end up getting uh, everyone doing their own thing, uh, and there's no real cohesion between, or kind of, nothing really looks the same uh, between classroom to classroom or unit to unit. So, realistically, as with so many things in life, your best bet is probably to go somewhere of a balance of the two. But, there are schools that are all one way or all the other. Actually, I've never seen a school, uh, I've never seen it, but I know, like, if you go to the heart of uh, Russia and China and um, various of the nations, and their nation schools can be very lockstep. Um, Japan and Korea can have, uh, have were used to do that if they don't still do that uh, in their local schools. Um, individuality, on the other hand, can go the other way, where you get a lot of Western, uh, smaller kind of schools that kind of have they have to be individual because they're so small. Um, but it's rare these days that you do see an extreme of either end in kind of, I guess, the more mainstream and, prog and progressive schools. Sure. And, I and I don't even think it's a balance between, I don't think it's a 50-50 these days, actually, to tell you the truth. I think most places actually lean far more into individuality with a bit of lockstep. I would say, I, I would agree with you there. Um, and I guess when I was saying balance, I was thinking of the fact that you know, too much individuality is not necessarily a good thing, um, which is, so I was thinking having a balance from the standpoint of having a bit of a mix, not necessarily a 50-50 mix. True. I mean, um, there is a website called Terrapin Adventures um, that talks about why individuality is good. And one of the reasons they say that it's good is because if you, it allows you to avoid groupthink. Um, Groupthink occurs when a, uh, according to Psychologies Today, groupthink occurs when a group values harmony and coherence over accurate analysis and critical evaluation. In other words, the almost the definition of lockstep. It causes individual members of the group to unquestioningly follow the word of the leader, and it strongly discourages any disagreement with that consensus. Ah, so it seems like if you were working for a very traditional school, you would probably be working lockstep. Yeah, and, and whatever the principal said, the culture was is the way it was, and there will be very little collaboration. Yes. Um, I have actually visited a school or two like that, where it's been, if it is September 18th, then you will be teaching Lesson 52, and focus specifically on this and this and this. 
And I mean, all the all, if you look at all the current research, it says you need to avoid that, that sort of thing. Uh, group think apparently is, a, is not is not considered a good thing. And the, one of the like, uh, there's a few ways that uh, this Terrapin Adventures website says you can actually do it, but you actually a lot of them make logical sense. They say that leaders should avoid stating their own preferences and expectations at the beginning and open to a group discussion. Uh, there should be protocols in place for meetings that allow everyone to share. Uh, there should be outside articles, opinions, quotes from experts brought into the discussions, especially when decisions need to be made. Um, leaders need to make sure they create a culture that encourages open communication. And practicing that open communication and individuality of thought is an absolute necessity. So those so, are that like we can avoid groupthink. Individuality is often touted as being like this really great thing. But within a school, and again, we're talking about some of the larger schools, is there a point when it's not so good? Well, I mean, I think we've all experienced that to a certain degree, where when well, you the same thing ever, um, what that essentially means is that there's mass confusion. Uh, no one really knows what's going on class to class, grade to grade. So it would be kind of like a school who's working without a curriculum, without a scope and sequence. It would be like everyone's their own entrepreneur, running yes. their own business and trying to make the most profit, never really realizing that everyone's in the same industry. So if you work together, things might actually work out well. Well, that's an interesting analogy. So actually, so a lot of times how we end up getting... Um, movement to kind of the monopolistic way of doing things not monopolistic um oh that there. other word yeah no it, it's not a monopoly but it's everyone kind of all the businesses and organization working together anyways to kind of achieve the best result it's actually very uh, wrong and quite illegal in the business world but teachers doing it in classrooms because there's not profit to be made then yeah it works oh like when we have that sharing is caring thing and sharing lessons with each other and resources yes i.e. good teamwork. Aha. Which is not necessarily the same thing as selling intellectual property. No. Uh, teachers are well known to be thieves of each other's work, and I think we all embrace that. We um, do embrace that. Teachers pay teachers putting a plug for that website because they use it all the time. And yes, I'm pretty sure that I could have retired on the amount of money I gave to them. Oh, yeah. And Pinterest... Again, it links to teachers pay teachers half the time, but yeah, because that's it's kind of become our database of everybody sharing everything and stealing everything from everyone else. It's okay though. Sadly though, I've never uploaded anything. Oh, because there's always too much there that I never need to. Then again, you contribute to the betterment of teaching and learning through this podcast because that is one of our goals for this: is to contribute, not just consume. True. Uh, all right, so. What does good teamwork look like and how does it avoid the combination of the two? Like, how does it avoid the extreme of individuality and the extreme of groupthink? Okay. Well, step one, you're talking to your co-team members to see what they're doing. Yep. And maybe there's stuff that you can collaborate on. We're talking about honest, open, respectful communication. Yes. Um... Step two, uh, teams need to have a goal. Teams need to understand what the goals are, what the mission and purpose of being on the team is, so that there's clear expectations of what's individual and what's expected to be done together. Yes. 
And those goals could be short-term, medium-term, or long-term. And, yeah, and the long-term ones are typically embedded inside your culture, and it's kind of well-known. And you would, you know, hopefully your administration would hire people that would subscribe to those goals and be motivated by those goals. And if they didn't, that's another episode in a couple of weeks. Yes. Treading so, that one. we've uh, got, okay, so that's step one and two. Have we got step three yet? Uh, we do. Uh, make sure that there's a strong sense of belonging in your group. Um, if people don't feel like they belong in a group, then it, the whole idea of working together and being open and collaborative won't work. This is very true. I've actually experienced that one myself. So if you're, and that's partially to do with, not this one's not just the leaders either. It's everyone in the group making sure that everyone feels equal. And one of the say, one of the ways they say doing it is to actually have like team group things that aren't at work. That you go out and do things like even just a dinner together, or go out and play like something team game oriented together, like yes. uh, an escape room or something like that. Um, and the thing is, is that you need to kind of keep in mind the personalities of your team. Yeah. You know, taking a bunch of people who really aren't athletic, don't really like getting hot and sweaty to play bubble soccer might not work in your favor. No. Uh, I mean, examples of things you could do, you could, if, if your team is athletic, bubble soccer. If your team is not, then you might consider something more like an escape room or an art night together. Ah, yes, I've heard about these art nights. I've never done one myself, but I hear they're pretty fun. They are a lot of fun. I did one recently. Um, and you know, Or you might consider like a progressive dinner if you have several people who live, who live relatively close by each other. Those are always fun. Yeah, and, or use taxis because, you know, safety first. If you're going to drink, don't drive. Um, we don't have a problem with that in Hong Kong. No one really drives. Um, but... I mean, and those are just three ways you could bring cohesiveness to your uh, to your group. Um, but but despite all that, you still need to make sure that everyone is seen as an individual and unique person. Yes. And they have separate views and values, and those views and values are engaged with, and they're validated, and they're respected. Yeah. I mean, it's something where they may want to do something with their class that would be perfectly fine for them, but doesn't really work for others. That's cool. Yeah. Another big one they say is that you should be able to, your team should be reflective. So you, every now and again, you take a step back and go, how are we doing as a team and what can we do better? Ah, so this is not about the teaching portion, but this is just about communication oh, and working about, together. Yeah, about what, you know, as a team, what can be done better and what agreements can be made to improve that. When you're saying what agreements could be made, what kind yeah. of things are you thinking of there? In the same way that we, we make classroom agreements, like this is what a good classroom looks like, you would make uh, team agreements. What does a good team look like? Um, how would we so act? Things then, like starting and ending meetings on time. Starting and ending meetings on time, how we share the air, how we, I mean, there's a, there's a list of about, oh, it can go as big as 10 or 15, but it's always said that you should only really have five or six majors and leave it at that. Otherwise it becomes too confusing. Yes. And then you take those and you reflect on them every year to see where you need to get better. And you know, that actually does work. I've done that with teams that I've been on. And 
when people keep those communal goals in mind, things do actually tend to improve. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, those are your basics right there about, you know, making things better. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there is books and books and books of research on this sort of stuff. I mean, what we're saying is nothing new. No, uh, and it's not exclusive to teaching either. No. As a matter of fact, the one of the one of the biggest websites I've been looking at is Business Insider, um, which is kind of funny. Another one is called The Balanced Career. So, I mean, most of these are actually kind of come straight out of the business world because people are people. So it doesn't necessarily have to be just teachers. No, not at all. And this could be something where you might take these same things and apply them to a community um, project or team that you're a part of. Yeah. All right, so that's kind of the nutshell of how to kind of avoid the lockstep uh, and avoid the other extreme. Um, So I hope you've enjoyed this. And uh, if you have any questions, by all means, please let us know. Um, make some comments share your thoughts subscribe, share follow depending on what uh, how you're listening to this yeah alright guys, see you in a couple of weeks see you in a couple of weeks, bye <laughs>